Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very accomplished professional and an author from Spain, Sarah Dawkins. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. It's great to be here with you. Thank you. Sarah is a holistic health coach and a keynote speaker. She's an author, and all of you know I'm partial to authors. She's an author of a book titled Heal Yourself, and we'll talk about Sarah's book. Uh, she's also a multi-award winning entrepreneur, and she was previously a registered nurse for 20 years. Sarah, Sarah after such an amazing uh, journey, tell me a little bit about what led you from nursing to becoming a self-healing coach? So I always wanted to be a nurse because my mom was a nurse and I was brought up in the medical model and I wanted to help people. So I thought nursing was the way to go because that's all I knew. That's, mm. you know, my whole life was about caring through the medical model. Mm. But it was when I was, um, oh, quite a few years ago, I developed psoriasis on mm -hmm. my legs. And used the steroid cream over and over and over. Mm. And um, and I decided one day, because I lived on the south coast of England, that I would just leave my legs open to the sun, wear shorts the whole summer, do lots of walking to get the sunshine and the sea air to my legs. And by the end of the summer, mm. the psoriasis had totally gone. So that was my induction into natural self-healing. Mm. But I hadn't had that quite profound pivotal moment I thought great you know it's gone that's all I wanted it's gone mm. um, and the cream just kept it at bay but it kept flaring back and it was a few years later I went on to do uh, and found out I had eczema and acid reflux so I started then looking at what I can do mm. to heal myself um, because I'd taken the the creams the doctors had prescribed I'd taken mm. the tablets for the acid reflux so I changed my diet, did some de-stressing, did a bit of change of lifestyle and went on and healed those. I developed pain and rather than taking painkillers, I looked again at what I can do to heal myself. So as my journey is progressing, I thought, well, I'm, I'm quite at odds now with nursing because here I am not using pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. and in my job I am doing what the doctors tell me and I'm giving out pharmaceuticals and medical advice mm. so that that was the pivotal moment then I realized that my body our bodies can heal themselves naturally when we support mm. them mm. so that's when I decided to step out of nursing and train as a natural health coach and it was through my training as a natural health coach that I realized, although I'd done some physical with diet change and stress reduction, mm. I'd done some mental because I'd done some guided meditations and gratitude and mindfulness. And I'd done some spiritual because I'd reconnected back to me. Mm. But it was when I was doing the um, training to be a coach, I realized I hadn't even touched any of the emotional side of it. So as I understood more of that and dealt with my own emotions, that's mm. when I could say I truly healed all my ails of the past. Um, and I've been virtually symptom free wow. since then. So yeah. it's so it's I've, my nursing gave me an understanding of the body, how it works and how it's treated in the medical model. But my own healing taught me that we are magical, miracle beings mm. and we can do so much more than we've been led to believe. Mm. 
so now I help I, I continue my own journey and I help others um so it's quite a, a step out of nursing into health coaching and mm. quite a, a turnaround in beliefs as well because being raised in the medical model mm. all there was was pharmaceuticals there was no alternatives correct and and now I, I don't use pharmaceuticals. I look to other ways and means. Mm, quite amazing. Thank you for sharing this. But now tell me a little bit more about what were the things that you did to heal yourself. And then we'll talk a little more about the whole process. Um, so some of the things I did was de-stressing because stress causes havoc in our bodies. Mm. So that if we can de-stress and understand that stress is about our perspective mm. of what's happening externally or internally. Stress is something that how we perceive that situation. Mm. It's not internal. It's not It's not within us. It's our perception of it. So mm. if we can change that perception, mm. we can start to look at how um, we react in certain situations. Mm. So de-stressing is a really good one. And you can do that by doing more things that light up your soul, whether it's walking or reading or playing, anything mm. that brings you joy. Mm. Um, walking in nature is really good because um, the air is different, the energy is different, so that all helps feed into our, our mm. soul. Mm. Um, then there's the physical, the, um, I stopped eating dairy, so anything made from milk from an animal, mm. and gluten, because both are known to cause inflammation. Okay. And outside of trauma, inflammation is the root cause of all disease, Wow. and illness so I stopped that I started doing more exercise I started doing more things that nourished my soul mm -hmm. um and I, I reconnected back into that little voice inside me that I'd hushed up so mm -hmm. I became a lot more spiritual mm -hmm. um and it's that part of it is about what does that mean to you? To me, it was reconnecting with a, a little voice inside myself that mm. um, I'd hushed to other people. It could be religion. It could be talking to spirits, the angels, the universe. It doesn't matter whatever mm. name you give it, as mm. long as you've got that connection that, or reconnection mm. there. So there's lots of different things that we can do. Mm. Um, and all are in and of themselves. That Nothing is really complex. Correct. Correct. But it's the sum total mm. that is really profound and important. Mm. And uh, so, you know, one one thing I'm hearing you say is that you gave up milk products. So is that something which is moving towards veganism, or are you already a vegan? No, no. I I initially, oh gosh, about twenty years ago, mm. uh, maybe slightly more, I gave up milk dairy hmm. um because it's known to cause inflammation Correct. um so now i use oat milk or nut milks or i make my own coconut hmm. milk hmm. um and i get I, I mean i loved milk absolutely loved it couldn't eat couldn't drink enough i had about a pint of milk a day i had a yogurt today i ate cheese every day so there was a lot of dairy in my diet hmm. Um, so I gave up all of that and changed to gluten-free. And mm. now I've used um, uh, chickpea flour is my staple go-to mm. for flour. It's naturally mm. gluten-free. Yeah. And um, 
but it's, it it was difficult initially because I love milk so much. Mm. But now that I've got used to it, I wouldn't thank you for milk. Um, mm. And it, it, I do get eczema when I drink milk. Mm. Um, so I try and avoid all dairy. Mm. Uh, okay. but I, I eat fish. I choose not to eat meat. I stopped eating meat a couple of years ago because mm. of the ethics and the morals of it. So- I don't like how it's mass farmed mm. um, in the Western countries and, and it's just bred for the food chain. You know, it's, it, it, there's no kind of life for those. Amazing. Um, Amazing. And uh, when you talk de-stressing, do you also include things like yoga and meditation? I do meditation. I don't do yoga. I do lots and lots of walking. I have a dog, so I'm out twice a day walking mm. with the dog. Um, we live in the mountains, so I, you know, I can go out for a walk at any time. We take the dog to the beach. Um, so there's lots of way you can de- ways you can de-stress. Um, just find something that works for you. Yeah. Uh, breath work is incredibly powerful, mm. and you can do breath work when you're walking. You can do it through yoga, Pilates, through meditation. There's yeah. so many different ways Absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. And now, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you work with others as a uh, health coach or a holistic health coach. What are some of the wellness challenges that you work with? Oh, a whole range. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a gentleman recently came to me and said, can you deal with anger management problems? Mm-hmm. Um, and when through our coaching session, it turns out it, it Yes, there was anger there, but it was unreleased, unresolved emotional trauma from his childhood, and he didn't mm. see how he fitted into the world. Mm. So once we worked through that, the anger was resolved. So wow. it's it's quite often the presenting symptom is the culmination of other things. So mm. it's about drilling down. So I I tend to work with people just talking and, and asking about their, their lifestyle and their mindset. Mm. Um, I've worked with a gentleman with cancer. Uh, I'm working with a lady who's having spirituality problems um, and some fear around that. Um, I work with people who have had symptoms like myself, pain and acid reflux, mm. um, fear, anxiety, depression. Everything comes back to our beliefs. Mm. Um, and, and the emotional trauma. So there's a lot of mental health and emotional health that needs addressing with my clients. And mm. I do it just through talking. I don't recommend any treatments or therapies or, or supplements or foods. Mm. Um, I just get them to reflect back on their lives. Wow. wow. And, uh, you know, after 20 years of being a registered nurse, how has your background as a nurse help you transition towards healing oneself? The nurse training um, and working as a nurse gave me insight into how the medical model treats the symptoms mm. and how, because I, I rotated around all the different special specialities within critical care, so I got to see how all well the different symptoms of the body function. Mm-hmm. But in the medical model, they're all separated out into their own specialities. Mm-hmm. So as a holistic coach, I put them all back together um, and looked at how one system affects another system and how mm-hmm. 
we can get back to working together with the body as a whole rather mm. than separating it all out. Mm. So it, it gives me the underpinning knowledge of, of how the body works mm. um, and how it works separately to put it back as a whole. Mm. But as a holistic coach, I tend to work more with the mind. Um, and as I said, people's beliefs, because our beliefs are so powerful mm. that they shape our lives. Mm. And powerful beliefs can be both be negative and positive yes and while can. positive help us how do you handle negative beliefs i reflect it back to the client mm. um and and ask them you know where is that really your belief mm. or have you borrowed it from somewhere because mm. 99 95 99% of our time we're running on autopilot and we're, we're just getting through every day. It's very rare that people become present and in that moment. Mm. And it's I get them to look at it. You know, whose belief is that? Where is the origin of that? Is it yours or was it your parents' belief that you took on board as a child mm. and now you own it? Like myself with the medical model, I truly believe that was the only way. Mm. I go to, when I'm sick, I go to a doctor's, I get a diagnosis, a prescription and take medication. Mm. That was all I thought that was, you know, there was no other way. That was what it was. Mm. So when I started drilling down and looking into where does that belief come from, mm -hmm. I realized that it was actually my parents' belief that I'd taken on board mm -hmm. and made it my own. So as mm -hmm. I started to analyze uh, what was going on and started to see outside, we have to open our minds up and be open to seeing that there mm -hmm. might be other ways, there might be other answers mm -hmm. into why our beliefs are why they are and what else that we can do to step outside of that and know that it's okay to change our beliefs. Mm. Because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I, I believe that, therefore it's my belief and that's who I am. Mm. But we can change that. Mm. And in changing that, we start to come back to the person that we were meant to be mm. before we became who we are now mm. to please others or to fit into society or to conform or to be liked. Mm. We need to come back into ourselves and find out who are we and mm. what are our beliefs that aren't mm. other people's beliefs? Mm. And can you, for our viewers and listeners, give me an example of some of these beliefs that you may have worked with and how did you help people to manage such beliefs to heal themselves? Well, I have clients who believe they can't heal themselves. Um, so I, again, I drill down into why, why is that belief there? Where has it mm. come from? Uh, I have like the gentleman I had recently who came with the belief that his problem was about anger and it was mm. all about him and his mm. anger. Mm. And when we started looking at it and evaluating it, it came back from his childhood. Mm -hmm. uh, and on his first session, he said he had a great childhood. But on his second session, after he'd had time to reflect, he said, actually, I really didn't. Mm. And it's, you know, we can look back through rose tinted glasses so it's about asking the client to, to look at where their beliefs come from. Are they mm. their own or are they somebody else's? Mm. Um, and are they open-minded to change those beliefs? And mm. what, what other options do they think they have? Mm. Fascinating, fascinating. My next question to you is, you know, that most of us are, are have people in our lives who influence us and who help us define our own directions and our views. My question is, how have you been shaped by some people in your life? 
and how are they influencing you as a coach today? Oof. I think my parents influenced me greatly growing up, believing that the medical model was all there was. And that's why I went into nursing, because that's what I thought I, I should do. I mm. can care for people and help people. So I look to my parents as role models on, on what life is all about and, and, you know, where I fit within that that life and how my career would pan out. Mm. But then as I started doing my own healing, I saw their own emotional traumas that they were carrying, mm. possibly unconsciously, subconsciously, mm. maybe consciously, but maybe they, they buried them. And I see those spilling out in some of their interactions with other people and mm. things that they do. Mm. So they they showed me their own beliefs. They showed mm. me then once I'd done some of my own healing, they showed me, or I was able to see, should I say, mm. their own traumas and how that affected them. Mm. And then as I started work as a coach, I started reading more books like Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, uh, Louise Hay. So I started looking at different options and mm -hmm. how I could change my mindset. Mm -hmm. um, and Jodie Spence has been quite instrumental in, in opening my mind to the fact that our mindset is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And like we alluded to earlier, that's, you know, the nocebo and the placebo effect. Mm -hmm. So the negative effects that we can, we can bring into our reality mm -hmm. because somebody in authority said that's possible or we believe that that negative thing might happen we mm. can actually make that a reality mm. um but the, the louise hay and greg braden and joe dispenser all talk about the positive sides of it how to to use the positive how to change your belief right and bring in those more positive things into your mm. reality mm. fascinating one more question and then i'll come to your book you know Healing is is a, is, a, is a very general term. You know, it could be something to do with stress or it could be something which is very serious in, in a health situation. At what stage of one's uh, health, when, when one is unwell, should one take a call to heal oneself? I think at, at any stage, mm -hmm. um, our symptoms... Uh, become present in our body as mm. messengers messages that are there is something not quite right not mm -hmm. quite in alignment um with our life that's that's happening right now so if we look into our symptoms and ask you can ask the body because the mm. body's got wisdom mm. what is it that you need why am i having this symptom what is the message behind this symptom hmm. so symptoms are the fact that there's something happened already that needs addressing hmm. so most people would wait until there's a symptom and then start their own self-healing hmm. um, but that's reacting to a symptom so why can we not go through our day in a healthy way and become conscious of our days of our time mm -hmm. and choose positive thoughts and choose how we want to spend our day and choose that healthy lifestyle, healthy behaviors mm. so we can be proactive so that it offsets health and we, we remain in good health. Mm. So the, there's the two ways to look at it, be proactive and, and have a healthy lifestyle 
or be reactive and when a symptom comes then start saying what is it that my body needs what does this Mm. symptom mean how am I going to heal this right great response thank you so let's now move to your book uh, Sarah and before we I ask you about the book I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners go and check out uh, the book written by Sarah Dawkins uh, titled Heal Yourself I'm sure it's available on Amazon I'll go and check it out myself Uh, tell me about your book, and I can see four different languages of your book behind you. Um, Tell me about the book. So at my final uh, big thing, if you like, big illness that I healed was a a suicidal depression. I burnt out my adrenal glands because of the volume of stress that I was under at that time. Mm. Uh, my, My thyroid gland became underactive. Wow. So as I started looking at what I could do to heal those um, and practice gratitude and mindfulness and did some more meditation. Mm. Um, As I started to heal and my days were less dark, I thought, you know, that I can maybe help somebody through my own healing without taking antidepressants. Mm. So I started to write my book. And as I got better again, I started to add more to it and thought, Mm. well, the book's just about me and it will only help people that have got the same problems that I've had. Mm. What if I could make it bigger mm. and invite people in who have got other different problems that they've healed. So I reached out to lots of people mm. and in the end I had 74 people write about their own healing journeys. Wow. Um, and we've covered not just my problems, but things like ALS or motor neuron, as we call it in the UK, mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis, allergies, Lyme, autoimmune, um, so many cancer, uh, so many different things that doctors say cannot be healed. And yet the people in my book have written how they've healed it um, and what they've done to help others to understand that it is possible to heal yourself. Mm. And that if you do this, this is what works for me, or this is what worked for them. Mm. You know, there's no reason why it can't help you. Mm. So that's how my book was born. Um, It is on Amazon. Um, The English version is also in Barnes and Noble in America. Mm. Um, And the other languages I have are Dutch, French, and Spanish. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. So I'm sure... A lot of our viewers and listeners will go and check out your book. You. Uh, my last question to you, Sarah, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your amazing journey, um, you know, in self-healing, what would you say are three lessons that you would want our viewers and listeners to take away? Um, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do anything if you believe you can. Okay. Follow your dreams and passions Mm. because oftentimes we get stuck in a box in life that we believe we should be in. And should is a terrible word because it's Mm. other people's opinions. Follow your dreams and passions, even if you've got to take a sidestep or a slight backstep to change Mm. your course in life. Um, But you can do it. Mm. And listen to that internal voice, that Mm. that whatever you want to call it, inner wisdom, higher Mm. self, the divine, whatever you want to call it, listen to that. If you can't hear it, sit quietly in meditation or Mm. go out for a walk quietly and just be in nature. But 
find that voice, whether it's a voice, whether it's a feeling, whether it's um, a picture, mm. but find something and follow it because it's there for you. It's your mm. inner guidance. It's your inner wisdom. Mm. It's it's only got your desires, your wants, your needs, your best interests at heart. So tap into it, find it, tap into it and follow it. Amazing, amazing. And on that note, Sarah, and your three amazing lessons, believe in yourself, you can do anything. Second, you said was follow your dreams and your passion. And the third one, which is so powerful, listen to your internal voice in whatever way you want to, whatever you believe in, but listen to what you are telling yourself from inside. Thank you so much for speaking to me about your amazing journey from a nurse to a self-healing coach. Thank you for talking to me about so many different aspects of healing ourselves through, you know, uh, either changing your diet or through by de-stressing or through meditation or so many other kinds of things that you have spoken about. Thank you also for telling me about the work you're doing as a coach and about your book, Heal Yourself. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you, Ashwasti. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.